SPS Digital Learning Hour, brought to you by the Digital Learning and Assessment Department. We're coming to you from a conference room in Central Office, bringing you the latest news in Springfield Public Schools in regards to technology, along with inspiring interviews from teachers who are using technology in the classroom. We'll also inform you of the latest updates, practices, and news as it pertains to our district. Whether you are new to using technology in the classroom or are a seasoned vet, we are here to help. Thanks for joining us today. I am your host, Mike Thomas, and we'll get into with all the news that you may have missed this past week. In case you missed it, Power Teacher Pro, all of the information on how to use it is in Yammer. So if you go out to Office 365, sign up or sign in, I guess, to your Yammer account, and then join the team, which says Power Teacher Pro. In there, under the files, you will find everything you need to know about how to use Power Teacher Pro including how to set up your categories. Also, you may have noticed that Yammer is a discussion-like board, and so the people have been posting questions. Maybe your question is the same as somebody else, so go and check it out. Well, if you did not know this, we are almost to October, which means that we have passed our first two We Learn Wednesdays. So if you miss them, don't worry. We've got two more coming up in the month of October. So on October 10th, that's the next We Learn Wednesday at the Melanie Kesprison Professional Learning Center right off of St. James. A couple of things that we will be looking at that presentations will be made about is Class Dojo. So if you're looking to improve your parent communication, OneNote Notebook, if you are tired of carrying around notebooks and papers and students losing papers this is definitely a session for you and if you just heard the last message and you're still a little confused on how to use power teacher pro or even dino we have one more drop-in session scheduled for you to come and meet with me and we can talk about whatever issues you're having in the gradebook or in dino sign up is now available on my learning plan and also in yammer so if you go and check out yammer you will be able to find all that information in case you missed it or if you don't remember in brightspace you have to search for your courses for this year the easiest way to find the courses for the 2018-19 school year is to actually type in 2019 the courses for this year will appear and then you'll be able to find all your courses so for those of you who have many courses because you teach many classes or just the way that scheduling is done in PowerSchool for you and your school, you may need to do this so you can find all of your students. So that is it with announcements and our In Case You Missed It section. Coming up next is Mike's ISTE Minute. Have you always wondered how people create such beautiful looking images on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or Snapchat where it looks like they've carefully curated a picture and then they've got some fancy quote over it? Well, there is a tool that I learned, uh, learned about at ISTE this past year, which was called Adobe Spark. 
What is great about Adobe Spark, number one, is that it's free that for you and your students. So Adobe Spark is the integrated web and mobile solution that enables everyone, especially teachers and their students of all ages, to easily create and share impactful visual stories. So what this really means is Adobe Spark is a great creation tool. Whether you're looking to create a video, a poster, or even like a web page like thing. So Spark has three formats that people can use to express their stories. The first one is Spark Video, which allows you to turn your story into a captivating animated narration in as simple as just a few clicks where you get to start out with images that you create or that they have a bank of already that you get to tell your story. And the videos, they are so amazing. That was one of the cool things at one of the sessions I went to was just how people are using this program. It is amazing. If you're interested in seeing what some of those things look like, if you go out to my Twitter handle, at BeardedTechEdGuy, you will be able to see a whole bunch of images, ones that I've done. I try to post about once or twice a week, maybe three times now I'm gonna start a favorite quote Friday, trademark pending. But in this tool, you have just so many ways to make those amazing images, which you can easily use, students can use to make book jacket titles, for a presentation on presenting the book that they're reading. There's just so many possibilities. Spark Pages allows you to basically create a web page. And so students can use that. They can turn their essays and their reports and their assignments into an interactive web page. So if you are doing, I remember in high school, I had to do a biology report that was about 40 pages long. That was all about the science that we did dissecting a frog. With Spark, you can create the most amazing programs that allow you, and it's a program that allows you to create the most amazing presentations for that information. So no longer is it just the boring paper pencil and the not as good drawing because you're really worried about getting your drawing, the part of your grade that's related to drawing. Like this takes that out of it and you can create amazing pages. And then of course you can even do Spark posts. That's essentially what you see when you go out to my Twitter handle or my Instagram handle, which are both at bearded tech ed guy. If you go there, you will see a bunch of these sparks. Now this tool, it's free. It's really easy to use. The first time I tried it, I spent maybe 20 minutes before I figured out how to use it. Your students are much brighter when it comes to technology than I am. So for them, they'll be like seconds into using it. And so it's really great. It's easy to log into. It's easy to keep students safe. And the best part of all is that it's free. And so depending on what you're doing, this program can work wonders for you. So that's my ISTE Minute. Coming up next, our interview of the week with Jamie Pirog. For this week's interview, I interviewed Jamie Pirog, an eighth grade social studies teacher at the Springfield Renaissance School. So she's a middle school teacher who does a lot of great things in the classroom. Even my escort down to her classroom during our interview was raving about how great of a teacher she is. And I think you'll really enjoy the interview too, so take a listen. Hi, 
Hi, my name is Jamie Pirog, and this is my 13th year teaching in Springfield. Um, it is my sixth year at the Springfield Renaissance School, which is where we are currently at. I have taught in Springfield all 13 years. I was at New Leadership before that. Um, I teach eighth grade social studies. So have you always taught eighth grade social studies, or when you were at New Leadership, you taught... Uh, when, I was, when I was at New Leadership, I taught sixth grade social studies. And then when I came here, uh, I was put into the eighth grade slot. But to be honest, I do like the eighth grade better <laughs> than the sixth grade. Yeah, I can imagine. So when you were at New Leadership, would that be in a charter school? What kind of technology did you have the ability to use there? None. Absolutely none. There was no technology at all. Um, very textbook-based um, just no access to technology, which was frustrating. So I'm very happy to be where I'm at now where there is access to technology and it's encouraged. Good. I'm glad to hear that they encourage the use of technology here. So early on at Renaissance, since you've been here for a good chunk of years now, what was the first kind of things that you started to use in the classroom? Um, things like projectors and document cameras. Um, a document camera was something that I had never seen before coming here. So that was something that I was like, oh my gosh, this is like new. Um, now it's like you can project anything with the smart board. So it's a lot easier than using the. Although I still break out the document camera every once in a while, just for old time's sake. Yeah, document cameras and those Elmos were very popular to begin with. But now with that everyone is one-to-one technology-wise mm-hmm. and the projectors and all of that, there's a lot of things you can do. Right. Moving from the document cameras, what were some of the next tools that you put into the classroom? Um, definitely the use of the smart board. Um, then when we uh, were introduced to the Brightspace platform, um, definitely I was tinkering around with that because it was just a lot easier, um, to, you know, not have to make a million photocopies and save the paper and then also not have to decode students' handwriting all the time when things were passed in electronically. It could, I wasn't bringing home stacks of papers. I could just look on my laptop and really do the grading I needed to do at home without bringing home all stacks of stuff. Yeah, that's one of the great things with the advent of technology in the classroom is we start to eliminate like all those notebooks and all the papers that get lost or mm-hmm. I handed in, no, you didn't, all that right, back. Right. With Brightspace, you had talked about you were tinkering around with it. I'm guessing at least the drop-in function. What else did you use with Brightspace? Um, I like to create modules on there. Um, so it was actually a great place for me to put all of my units um, when I created the modules so I could go back even the following year and just transfer it over. So it's like you work smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you do all of the work on the front end and then you're like, all right, all of my stuff is here electronically. You carry it over into the next year and it's already there. So oh. it makes things way easier. Yeah, being efficient is pretty important as a teacher because there's only so many hours during the day before you get fried. Yeah, and as a parent, I mean, when I go home, I want to be with my with my child, with my family, um, and not doing as much school stuff. Not behind notebooks stacked up. Right. Right. So, with this use of technology, what are some things that you've seen from students that has been really encouraging that six years ago you wouldn't have been able to see? Um, I would say, uh, 
when I give projects, I don't necessarily tell them they need to do it electronically, but sometimes they'll turn in. Um, kids know way more about technology than adults do to begin with. So they'll come in with things where they're like, look, um, instead of drawing out this map that you asked us to do, I created a map on this program and they send it to me electronically. And I'm like, oh, it's like a 360 map. I didn't even know this was a thing. Um, but, you know, it gives them a little bit more, I guess, wiggle room and creating assignments for themselves you know when you give them like okay do this and they're like let me just try this and see how it works you know and they have that that option with august pd this past year we spent a lot of time talking about personalized instruction and differentiation i that was i don't know if what renaissance did or if they were a part of that or what were some of the things that you took away from august pd this year that you are looking forward to applying oh boy and now i need to think back to august pd Something that we had done here at Renaissance, and it's a little bit different than um, regular Springfield PD, um, is we had actually gone out to homes of um, the families of our students uh, to kind of talk to them about, you know, what their experience is at the school and what can we do as a staff to make them feel more welcome in our space. Um, And I got to visit two families, and it was really interesting to see students in their space Um, and talk to them about what makes them feel comfortable in our space. Um, So that's definitely something that's been in the back of my mind um, when school started, especially with having a new group of kids coming in, you know, how to make my space more comfortable for them and more conducive to learning. In regards to, like, working more with families, are there any tools that you're using to, like, communicate more with families? or Dojo. Um, we use uh, Class Dojo, which uh, we had started using last year um, and have continued to do so this year. It's so great. I absolutely love using it. Um, we post our homework on there every night. Parents are getting in touch with us. Um, it is almost like a Facebook page, I guess, for for classroom stuff, you know, because there's the class stories. Um, and it's been super helpful. And parents will reach out and we reach out to parents. It's a great platform. I absolutely love it. So we've been using that. How do the students feel about it? Because I know if they came from an elementary school who was using it, and now they're using it again in middle school, mm-hmm. how do they... Do they like, oh, this is like a little kid thing? or No, they don't feel that way at all. I mean... I know that you can use like the points and the point system on it. We aren't using it for point system. We're literally using it as just for communication mm-hmm. with parents. Okay. So it isn't so much like I'm going to take these points away from you. Um, so it's not so much a PBIS thing. It's more of a communication platform for us, which mm-hmm. has been super helpful. It's awesome to see that tool evolve because many of them are used to that already with the elementary. Right. So, um, so in regards to this year, um, what are some things that you're looking forward to trying with the students? I want to try the new platform. I'm <laughs> waiting for it. Um, I want to be able to set it up, um, especially for uh, do nows and debriefs, so that they can do it on the laptops and then the data comes to me immediately. So I'm not reading through stacks of papers. They're typing it in, submitting it, and I have that data immediately. Then I know. Um, places where I need to reteach, places where someone didn't understand something, or like, okay, everyone's got it. I can move on. Um, So I'm really looking forward to it uh, so I can put things in place so it's a time saver. Like I said, work smarter, not harder. Right. Um, So I'm going to ask some questions, and you can be honest if you've used them or not. Okay. Um, Because of one of the things that you're looking forward to with the new tool 
is to be able to get that data about how that day went. Right. Have you tried using something like a Kahoot? Usually I use Kahoot for review. Okay. Um, they love to play it uh, when it comes time for, you know, there to be an assessment or a midterm or a final. Um, usually I'll put together a Kahoot for that, and the kids absolutely love it. They love the competition piece of it. Um, so that's great. But they see it as, you know, a comp- so I don't really want to use it every day. Right. Um, it's more of a, like, you've been, you've been good. We're going to review. Now we're going to play this because mm-hmm. they enjoy it. All right. What about Quizzy? I have or, not used that. Quizzes with Q-U-I-Z-I-Z-Z. No, I have never used that. All right. I might have to show you that one. Yeah, I'm like, uh, some, some stuff I don't even know exists, so. All right. To wrap up today, because I feel like we've got a really good idea of how you use technology in here. Mm-hmm. And as I was walking down the hall, my guide slash chaperone mm-hmm. around the building mm-hmm. was talking about how great of a teacher you are. Oh. So, with She's that so in mind, with that in mind, what advice would you give new teachers in the district, whether it's technology based or not? Get to know your kids. That's probably the biggest piece of advice I have. Um, not be friends with your kids, obviously, but get to know them. Know what makes them tick. Know where they're coming from. Because sometimes, you know, being a new teacher, they'll they'll press your buttons. Um, And that's normal, but you want to know where they're coming from. Um, Sometimes there's kids who have behavior problems and you think they're just coming in and being a jerk to you. And that's not the case at all because they're dealing with a whole nother set of things at home. Um, So I think it's super important to to know your kids. It's a huge part of being successful. Well, I see right now you've got a ton of papers in front of you and you're grading and all of that. So I don't want to take up too much more of your time. Because I'm still waiting for that platform to come out (laughs) is what the problem is. So Power school. Work on it, please. (laughs) Thank you for your time. No problem. Thank you for having me. love the fact that she's using the technology tools to make herself work efficiently. I like that she talked about working smarter, not harder, and using the tools that we have like Brightspace to having the Dropbox folder so it's easy to take papers in, grade them, give them back. Or even using something like Class Dojo, not so much for Mojo and all the coolest things that come along with it, but really as an easy tool to communicate with parents. As we know, one of the important things with helping our students be successful is to have good relationships with parents. Sometimes we do really well at it, sometimes we fail, but the nice thing is Class Dojo gives us a tool that allows us to be more successful more often. And it's really cool seeing her use that. And you can definitely tell she's very excited about the new unified classroom. So that is it for this week. Remember, if you listen to us on Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, if you listen to us on the Spreaker website, wherever you listen to us, leave us feedback so we know how it's going. A lot of times... We only get word of mouth back, and it was great to see this past week there was a message out there talking about how they were catching up on all the great things going on in the district, and I really encourage you to leave us some feedback, let us know, tell us the things that you like, tell us the things you'd love to hear more about. We're always doing everything we can to help you become the best teacher that you can be in the classroom. That's it for this week. I'm Mike Thomas, and this is the SPS Digital Learning Hour.